0: Hi, I'm Kayla Bren, your host of Discovering the Balance. Today is Sunday, June 27th, 2021, and this is episode 11. I am recording from, of course, inside Diesel Dolly the Truck, and today I'm in Thermopolis, Wyoming. So today's episode is another smorgasbord episode, and it's a really a follow-up on a few things that I've promised in previous episodes. So I'm going to cover where we are headed for the rest of 2021 with a brief update of what we've accomplished in the first six months of this year. And then I'm bringing back my super special guest, Riley, for his segment. Riley talks about that. And then I'm going to give a brief rundown of like, who does what? I mean, there's quite a few things that have to happen when traveling full-time in an RV. And so I'm just going to cover some of those big things because obviously we have Riley with us on the road and he is in school. So just talking about like, who does the homeschooling, who does the trip planning and all of those things. And then I'm also going to give a trip update about this week. Where have we been this week? Um, where are we headed this next week? And then we'll wrap it all up. So, without further ado, let's jump in. In episode eight, I revealed to everyone what our escape plans are, meaning, Are we ending at the one-year mark like we set out to do? So if you haven't tuned in to that episode, I definitely recommend listening to that first. But if you've already listened, then you know I promised in this episode to share with you what our plans are for the rest of the year. But first, I wanted to just acknowledge the fact that, like, we are halfway through 2021. I don't know if y'all find that as hard to believe as I do, but I definitely do. So it made me pause and want to look at, like, where have we been and what do we have left? And I'm a little thankful that I think the biggest chunk of... Of definitely national parks is behind us. So so far in 2021, we have called 10 different states home. I guess you would say Um, Idaho was only home for like two nights, (laughs) so that was a very brief period. But we have traveled in 10 different states just since 2021. That doesn't include any of the states that we you know traveled starting in August when we first got on the road. And in that 6 months, we have done 18 national parks, which I think I should do an entire episode on just all of those national parks, not each and every one of them, but just some of those that like you wouldn't really you don't hear of as much that we think were really cool, which the first one that comes to my head is Petrified Forest, which is in like north <laughs> northeast Arizona, and it's not super convenient to get to, but it is like three national parks in one. We absolutely loved it. So I think an episode about all of those would be really fun. So, what do we have left? We have a little less than 10 national parks left for the rest of the year, and we have a little less than probably 10 states left for the rest of the year. So I feel like the bulk of what we have done is already behind us, which makes me really sad. But when I think about how tired I am sometimes I'm like okay maybe we're about to like get back into that you know RV lifestyle where like yes you're seeing things but you're definitely more chill and I think that's what we liked about the southeast was that there were things to see but for the most part it was just like that camping and enjoying the outdoors so where do we head to next So we are continuing, um, up North. So we are going to hit South Dakota and then North Dakota. We're going to hit Wisconsin, uh, Michigan, Minnesota, Indiana dunes is where we will be for Labor Day weekend. And that's where we depart grams and pops. And we actually don't have anything planned, which is not like us. We have a lot of family in the Illinois state. In in Illinois Um, we have family in Chicago and then we have family down in Carbondale so we've kind of planned to wiggle around there and see different family and then make our way to Tennessee because we plan to spend an entire month in the state of Tennessee we kind of made a mistake last year we got on the road in August and only allowed ourselves about a week to be in the Nashville area like actually be in Nashville and it was not enough time whatsoever And I can talk more about this in another episode, but we need time to do life stuff. Like our dentists, they're still in Nashville. Like if you listen to the podcast, you know that I got a root canal when I came home from my brother's wedding. So we need to go to our wellness visits. We need to get our eyes checked. Like all of those types of things still have to happen. And yes, you can do a lot of those on the road, but for us, we want to have some sort of home base and some sort of familiarity and consistency. So all of those things are getting scheduled in the month of October, in addition to just being with family and friends. I have already (laughs) pinpointed a few different girlfriends that I'm like, I just want an entire day with you. Like, I just want to truly feel like I catch, can catch up with somebody. Um, thankful for Marco Polo. Um, if y'all don't know what Marco Polo is, I mean, it definitely helps in keeping up with one another. um, and it's super convenient, but it's not the same thing as being in person. So October we plan to be in Tennessee and what better month to be there. I mean, there is so much to do in Tennessee in October and it's usually just absolutely beautiful. So we can't wait to be there. And our last day there will be Halloween and we will crash our old neighborhood and then we will peace out from Tennessee the next day. So from there, we plan to wiggle down the Southeast again. Um, We're adding in a couple new spots um, and then also revisiting Clemson, which is really exciting for us. We are going to Charleston, South Carolina and staying on James Island State Park, which I'm super excited for that. We have friends that are down there from Statesboro Connections, but I also lived on James Island for I guess it was like six months and I love that park. So super excited to go back there. And then we're going to continue to wiggle our way down. And our Thanksgiving plans are kind of up in the air. Some things have changed with family, but that's okay. We will figure it out. But our end goal is by the end of November, we plan to be in Anna Maria Island. So we are actually storing our rig for probably six to eight weeks and my dad and my stepmom have been so kind to let us camp out in their beach house so my dad has had property on anna maria island since i think before i was even born it's definitely the first beach that i ever went to and all of the nichols siblings have fond memories of going to this beach so i don't know i'm super thankful last year that we did christmas in the rig it really was fun But this winter, we needed to stay warm again. And last year, we went out west, and we did the Texas thing in Arizona. And this year, we really wanted to do Florida. We don't even have Florida on our map yet. We went to Florida, but the rig did not stay in Florida. So we are really excited to explore that state more. But more than anything, this girl is really excited to be able to have a Christmas tree and be in a house at Christmas time. It's gonna be so great, I'm so excited. And just to be in a house period. Uh, We have Annie and she has never lived in anything but an RV so I'm sure that dog is not gonna have any idea what has hit her when she has a whole house to be able to explore. So that is the plans for the rest of the year. We actually don't have plans much further than that but I only promise to go through the end of the year. So there's our update on what's to come this year. The time has come. I have brought back my super special guest, Riley. Can you say hello to everyone? Hello. Thank you so much for joining us yet again. Can you remind everyone what your segment is called? Riley
1: Talks About That. Riley Talks About That. And what is the topic this week? Yellowstone National Park. Oh, Yellowstone. Now, tell everybody listening how much you have looked forward to this national park. I've probably been talking about this national park probably in Texas. Texas, right? Probably when we first got started with Big Bend at the end of January.
0: Yes. That's really when you started asking like, when are we going to get to Yellowstone?
1: Now, what was it about Yellowstone that you were so looking forward to? the bison the bison they just roam free there and it was so fun
0: so fun it was just they were everywhere we looked pretty much there was always going to be bison somewhere yes. right
1: now did we see any other cool animals while we were there yes we saw a black bear oh we did but one my probably my favorite animal actually we saw there was a wolf a wolf now what part of Yellowstone where we end. Do you remember? Fishing Bridge in the Hayden Valley area. Hayden Valley. Yeah. Near yes. Fishing Bridge.
0: Yeah, they say in Yellowstone, if you want to see the wildlife, you've got to go, go
1: to out. Hayden to Hayden Valley. Yes. Or um, Lamar Valley. Lamar, yes. Yes. Um, well, so did Yellowstone meet all of your hopes and dreams?
0: Yes, it did. <laughs> Do you have any recommenda- recommendations to anyone
1: um, if they were to go to Yellowstone? Yes. Actually, you have to go to Hayden. Uh-huh. You'll see um, lots of things. Surprisingly, there are bighorn sheep there. Mm-hmm. But it's just incredible park, and there's just too much to do. Yeah, like we have four full days there, we probably could spend there two more weeks. Oh, easily. Now, as a, for a tip, when we went and saw all the wildlife in the morning, what time of day did we leave? So we had to leave like at five, around five fifteen. Five fifteen. Was that worth it? Yes, totally worth it. A lot of wildlife
0: cool. Well, thank you so much for coming back on again. I can't wait to hear what you have to talk about in a few weeks.
1: Come, see you soon. Bye. Bye.
0: In last week's episode, I mentioned I would spend some time talking about who does what in our 33 foot fifth wheel rig of about 300 or so square feet. I will never forget a few months ago, we had some friends who were traveling across country and we were going to be meeting up with them in like the Sedona area and traffic was crazy in that area. And they ended up just wanting to come over and hang out at the campsite. And she texted, just like women normally would do and said like, please don't clean up for us. Like it's totally fine. Whatever it is. And I messaged back and I was like, <laughs> that's what's great about living in a rig. Like, there's nothing to hide, really. I mean, like, it's very small. It does not take long to clean up your one counter. I mean, it just really doesn't. So, yes, you might be thinking, like, how much stuff is there really to be done? But here's here's the big things. Obviously, we have to have a driver, somebody who is going to tow. Uh, we have a cook, obviously, somebody who does the majority of the cooking, and cleaning, and then we have trip planning, and then schooling. So those are the big ones. Obviously, laundry and different things like that, grocery shopping, all fall in there. Well, it was October that the puzzle pieces really started to fall into place, and that was because an opportunity presented itself to us. So I used to work for Endodontic Associates, which is a multi-location endodontic practice in the Nashville area. They are a phenomenal group and I look back on my time there, which was seven years, and I'm just so incredibly thankful. I was so blessed by them and just so blessed to still know them and still have them be like family. So in this practice, there was a senior doctor and she went on to retire. But as she worked at the practice her last few years, I was her project girl. She was a woman of many talents and i assisted her in whatever she needed help with and we came to have a great working relationship she if she trusts you then she really does not micromanage you at all and she doesn't hesitate to tell you if she hates something which for me I came to learn that it's not personal (laughs) just take it and then change it so she reached out and asked if yet again i would be her project girl because after she retired she did what normal retired people do and went and started another company another endodontic company just this time it's not clinical So I gladly accepted. This is a great way for us to have a little bit of additional income to offset some of our expenses. So this was ideal. We got on the road knowing that we were okay and set to be able to be both job-free, at least for the first year. Jeff, still to this day, he'll, you know, if somebody asks him like what, what he does or, you know, what his job is, he'll say, I'm semi-retired. I laugh and I shake my head like no, and for a while I had been saying I was on sabbatical. So my sabbatical kind of ended early, um, although I worked very few hours some weeks. So during the school year, it worked fantastic because you know, we'd get up in the mornings and we'd get business taken care of for the most part. Um, We'd get that out of the way and then we'd have time to go explore and do things. So Riley and Jeff would do schoolwork, I would do the work, um, whatever projects I was working on. And then Jeff also took over with trip planning at this point. So he was really great about, you know, just trying to do a little bit of it here and there. Um, But that's how we started to break everything up. If you know Jeff, you know he is a phenomenal cook. He has been in the restaurant business for 20 plus years. So he is our primary cook, which makes Riley and I the primary cleaners. And we all just, it's a team. I mean. On travel days everybody has their roles you know Riley does the tires Jeff does the outside I do the inside so there are definitely different things um, different things every day (laughs) Um, but when it comes to the schooling and the driving and the cooking and all of those things it was October that we really started to find our groove and we needed it just like everybody does everybody needs well not everybody but a lot of people do better with some sort of routine so we were very thankful for the opportunity and very thankful to just start to have more of that rhythm we were desiring Y'all, I would have never imagined myself loving Wyoming as much as I do. I think this land is so beautiful, and honestly, I think the people are just as beautiful. Everyone we have met has just been so kind, so simple, and you just feel like these people have a really great work ethic. So many people here are ranchers and they're just hard workers and they have an American spirit to them that I haven't really seen in many other states and very much a sense of community wherever we go. One place from the next, you just kind of feel like everybody really kind of knows one another and that they work together, which uh, if you know me, that's just where it's at. I love seeing that. So this week, we had four nights in Cody, Wyoming, which I mentioned last week. I didn't know it, but it is the world capital of the rodeo. So we were super excited because Jeff had been looking forward to hitting some rodeo along our travels, much less the fact that we got to hit the world capital of rodeos. So it was really, really exciting for us cody is 100 percent a tourist stop if you are traveling from the east headed to yellowstone it's very likely you might stop in cody because it's on the same road that will take you to the east park entrance to enter into yellowstone so they own it and i give them mad props because they really seem to delight in the fact that they are a tourist stop they make things very accommodating very entertaining And they're kind to you, which I think is like the icing on the cake. So I wanted to take a minute to talk about the rodeo because we were of course really excited, but what I am sharing about the rodeo is not what I expected to be sharing about the rodeo at all. So we arrived there and they have a actual bull that you can pay $10 to get on and sit. It's just, it is gigantic but it was just standing completely still. And then they had a mechanical bull that you could also pay $10 and get three tries to ride Riley without question. He had already heard that there was a mechanical bull and had said like, Oh, I'm doing that. (laughs) So it was really awesome to see him with like, without question, without any hesitation, he just got right on it. He did play it safe, but it was still really fun to watch him. So we went and picked out our seats and before we know it, the show had began and this is where it surprises me that they, in I guess 2021, are so bold and so true to who they are and what their morals are and where they stand. And they started the rodeo with a prayer. They said that they, they announced that they are going to start tonight like every night they have ever started with the rodeo and that is with bowing their heads and praying to the one true God and they did. And so it was such a beautiful prayer um, acknowledging how our country is so torn right now and praying for our leadership, praying for our country to come together and for God to heal our land and praying and recognizing that all cowboys and cowgirls realize that it without the good lord watching over them none of this would be possible and here i was sitting in the stands you know the prayer was a very beautiful well said prayer but it was just more the fact of like where am i like i don't feel like you hear a public prayer almost anywhere these days much less in some tourist stop where people of all all walks all faiths all beliefs come through this place and they are just so boldly saying like, this is what we believe. And this is how we are starting this. Ah, uh, man, tears in my eyes already, which did not see coming at the rodeo. Come on. Right. <laughs> so after that, they have another speech that they play before they, um, before they do the national Anthem. And it also had me fighting back tears. And then there was like a horse covered in red, white, and blue with a woman, you know, riding on her, galloping through the stadium with a um, American flag. And I'm just like, what? What is going on? <laughs> and then thankfully, the clown came out, and the clown had us laughing the rest of the evening. So it was such a great night. Oh my goodness, they do a rodeo well. There was one point in the evening where they let all of the kids come onto the field. Um, and so, I mean, they swarmed, swarmed it. I mean, they were covering the grounds and then they release two calves, each with a bow and all of the children start running around trying to get the bow off the calf to be able to win the prize. It was just a very family friendly, hilarious evening. And I just loved the fact that they gave so much honor and you know tribute to god (laughs) to god who created this earth and who keeps it all together for us each and every day so i loved seeing that and even at the end we witnessed a couple of the i don't know what you call them I'm not familiar with the lingo quite yet, but they were two guys that when the bulls were out on the field, they would act a mess trying to like get them to come back towards the gate or whatever. Um, But we witnessed them afterwards praying and it was just beautiful because you can tell that they are very genuine. It was completely a whole local show. I mean, there were some that came from out of town, but this is a local thing. It's a local gig local folks and it was just a really really great experience so if you are ever in Cody Wyoming you have to go to the rodeo they offered to do half price tickets the next day and we genuinely considered going back but we ended up deciding like there was no way that the second night could be as great as the first night so we wanted to cherish that memory so sadly I have to leave Wyoming this week we are in Thermopolis today but we are headed away in just a couple days we will be in South Dakota and that will be when I start trying to figure out like where are we going next year and how can we get back to Wyoming because we want to see that green river drift again like we want to see other places in Wyoming but we definitely want to get back for that green river drift and see this beautiful land once again. Okay, so that about wraps up episode 11, but I have one more story to share because it happened today, and it's such a great example of one, how small this world really is, and two, just how much we have in common with those who are around us, even when we look at them and would never Guess that we have anything in common, right? So, today it, we are in Thermopolis, and there are a couple things to do in this area. There's a really cool dinosaur museum, there's a scenic drive to do through like a canyon, and then it's also the home of Hot Springs State Park, which is evidently the world's largest hot spring. Who knew? So, it has a bathhouse, and it's all a part of a treaty that was signed, I mean, 100 plus years ago with the Indians, and it was the right to have this bathhouse open to the public forever for free. So in this state park, there are a couple different mineral bathhouses, but there is the one that is the state of Wyoming that is completely free. So we, of course, were like, we have to check this out. I mean, they say the benefits of, stay, um, of sitting in mineral water is just incredible for your body. So if you know me, I'm like, yes, I'm all there for it. Totally safe for kids and everybody. So we arrived there this morning and we get there around 10. It's only open every day from eight to one. All year long which I imagine when it's freezing cold during the winter I bet the locals love going there so we arrive and check-in and there are two people checking people in because they have women on one side and men on the other side because after you check in you then have to go into a shower room and you have to rinse off your body before getting into either the indoor mineral pool or the outdoor mineral pool So I'm checking in and right above my name, like you have to put your name where, like what city and state you're from and then what time, because you're only allotted 20 minutes to be in the pool. I think that's more to give people a fair chance of getting into the pool because you can be in mineral water longer than that. So I'm checking in and writing my name and above my name as I'm writing is Thompson Station, Tennessee, which if y'all are not from the middle Tennessee area, It is. It is Middle Tennessee. (laughs) We used to live in Spring Hill, Tennessee, which Spring Hill and Thompson Station are basically the same thing. So I was like, "That's crazy!" And so I look up the woman. I'm like, "Where is this person? I have to find her." She's like, "She just signed in. She's like, she's out there. You'll be able to find her." I'm like, "Okay." And so I tell Jeff. I'm like, "Hey!" And he's like, "Yeah, I know. I guess her husband signed in here." He was like, "I saw it too." So the boys walk. Into their into their um, shower house, and I walk into mine, and I rinse off or whatnot, and then I come into the indoor um, mineral pool area, and I am freezing, like freezing, because I had just rinsed off. I don't see the boys anywhere, and I knew we were going to do the outdoor pool, and so I immediately just go outside.
1: Like, I can't wait for them.
0: And so then I get outside and it's even colder and I'm like, oh goodness. Well, so much for experiencing this together. Like I didn't see them coming out of the shower house. I was out of there. So I just like jumped right into that mineral pool, like walked right on in. There were only two other people in that pool. All the others, I guess, were in the indoor pool at this time. And so I say to the woman, I go, is your name Carol? And she goes, yes. Are are you Carol too? And I go, no, but do you live in Thompson station? And she goes, yes. And I go, we're from Nashville. And so our entire 20 minutes was spent talking with this sweet, sweet couple, Carol and Bob. Sharing different trip stories. They have a three week trip planned and they are doing some incredible things. They are headed towards Yellowstone. They're doing the Grand Tetons. They're doing Cody and the rodeo and they're actually getting to see the rodeo on July 4th. So it was just such a fun experience. I mean, being in the free bathhouse um, in the state of Wyoming, that was cool enough. But then running into people that quite literally used to live right down the road from us just absolutely crazy. So what a small world, always be kind to those who you are seeing around you because you probably have way more in common than you even realize. And like everybody always says, people are always fighting a harder battle than you realize. So it's always nice to be kind anyways. So be sure to be a good neighbor this week. Um, Try to connect with somebody, have a conversation, and I will talk to you soon.